0: Hey everybody, it's time for another episode of Couch Stories! This is the show from your lovely C60 crew, where we share our stories from our past, our present, or maybe our future. And we try to share with you who we are, what we're about, and if we ever have a special guest on, learn a little bit about them. Tonight's special guests are all of us, the C60 crew. We've got quiet, quiet Starman. Norman! What's up, quiet Storm and Norman? Hey, what's up? We've got Ron Russell. Hello, Ron Russell. Hey, what's going on, Jake? He did a very nice Shakespearean bow there. (laughs) I like that very much. And, of course, we have the man of uh, the peoples, uh, Joe uh, Nilo. Hello, Joe Nilo. All right, and, of course, I am your illustrious host, Justin Mm, All right, it's me, Justin Jaywar. So now let's get into this show, everybody. Tonight's Couch Stories topic is concerts and music stories. That's right, we've all been to a concert, at least one of us, and if you haven't, well, sorry for your life, but moving right along, uh, you should have been to at least... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's like going to be one person listening to this like, I've never been to a concert. But that's okay, because you don't necessarily need to go to concerts, but you should probably have been to at least one in your life. That's, uh, and let's, let's, uh, let's get our definition and terms correct here. A concert is a, a gathering of peoples to listen to exist music. It could be multiple bands. <laughs> that's right. Currently... Currently uh there are no music festivals my day, or concerts we happening used to go to these things
1: called because concerts because
0: of uh covid. That's right. Joe, I also love your haircut right now. No, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to see this, but your haircut makes you look like a 1950s yes. greaser. <laughs> it's uh it's quite wonderful. Yes, yes. Perfect uh, for that, that rock. <laughs> <so> <laughs> that's fan. That's fantastic. I feel like you've got some massive sideburns going on there. It's making me a little I feel like, is John Travolta here? I don't know. All right, anyway, uh, so tonight's topic is, of course, concerts or music stories, and uh, we're going to share with you, as Joe aptly put, since there aren't any, we're going we're gonna to relive some good memories uh, from some wonderful stories of ours about being at concerts and try to remember the, the good old days when people <laughs> were able to go and listen to music in person in large crowds. So with that, let's kick it off. I'm going to throw this out to our good friend, Quiet. Storm and Norman, what do you got for us, quiet Storm and Norman?
2: Yo, so uh, I'm going to tell a wonderful tale about my first, um, the first concert that I went to where I paid for the ticket. I did the travel. I was the one who who did kind of everything about it. I didn't get asked or offered. So uh, I went to uh, Bonnaroo in 2011, and it was probably the greatest experience and the most painful experience I've ever had, because um, uh, I go to Bonnaroo with a friend. Uh, at the time, I'm living in South Carolina, so we drive up to Tennessee. I drive up there, we get, and if you don't know what Bonnaroo is, it's pretty much just like they tried to implement Woodstock, but it's in this big field in Tennessee, and they have all these different bands of different genres playing. Like that year there was Eminem, uh, Wiz Khalifa, Lil Wayne, The Black Keys, Mumford & Sons, Ray LaMontagne, Iron Wine, you know, all sorts of fucking random shit. Uh, bands that, you, that are big now that weren't big at the time. And so there's just concerts going on everywhere. And so we pull up and I'm going with a friend who's also going, but I didn't bring a tent. I didn't bring anything to sleep in. So... I get there, and it's these uh, two girls, and they, they have a tent, and the tent is so small. And they're like, You can sleep in our tent. And I was like, There's no way on God's green earth we're all going to fit in this small tent. So I realized I brought a tent in the shape of a Lincoln Town car. Like, so I drove my giant ass Lincoln whale there, and it's just parked in the lot. We're, we're parked in this field. And I'm like, Well, I'll just, it's a summer day. I'll roll down the windows, push the seats forward. I sleep in the back seat and I was comfortable as fuck. Like I had my at one point um it was night and I could hear M&M in the distance as I'm laying in the in the back seat of the car with my feet hanging out the window just letting the breeze roll through and I'm like this is this is it. <laughs> like this is what's up. So while this is going on, the concerts were great. I had moments that I'm just like, I, I'll never see something like that again. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people singing the same song. Like it was emotional, it was beautiful. And I hadn't showered for five days <laughs> because Jesus the showers Christ. are disgusting. There are hundreds and hundreds of people, and they're porta potty showers. And so oh, they're filthy. Yeah. Oh, on top of that, Oh I haven't taken a shit in five days, oh my god
0: in five days I Dude, have, I was... and all
2: I've been all I've been eating there wasn't a tree all of <laughs> all of up. the shit like I mean and I've been eating nuts and berries because all the food was too expensive and I paid all the money to get gas <laughs> oh, there no. and are you, are you so I've been nuts eating and nuts and berries, and berries from, and
1: like and jerky trees nearby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no, I brought like a big ass thing of trail mix. And I'm like, I'm just going to live on this. And I'm in the backseat of my car, just shoving it into my mouth. I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And so the whole concert's over. It's time to go. So I'm taking the journey back. And my body officially knows what time it is. (laughs) And I'm at least three hours out from being home. And my body's like, you need to shit and you need to shit now and so i'm driving on an empty road it's in the mid, it's early early morning so there's nothing open it's south carolina i don't want to stop anywhere because i don't trust anyone at this point cuz no one will find me until it's too late so my body's like you're going to shit yourself in your car Fortunately enough, there's no one around you. So, you know, you'll just have to deal with this on your own time. And I'm like, no, I got this. I can do it. I can make it home. So I'm just going and going. I'm going past red lights. Like, there's no one around. So I'm just driving past the red lights. I'm just like, I'm gonna keep going. I gotta make it. And I remember it was the most painful but most like trippy experience to be alone on the road Damn. and driving your ass off to get somewhere in your body so like, so
0: like taking ecstasy
2: yeah it was insane right.
3: he
0: said driving your ass off yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so long story
0: literally short, in this case
2: long story short um made it to the door of my house and I had, uh, at the time, I was living up in an apartment, a townhome, so I had to go up the stairs. I literally parked my car, uh, barely turned it off, just ripped the keys out, <laughs> ran up the stairs, left all my shit behind, ran into the bathroom, and had the, the greatest experience of my life. I felt like my entire body. I hope you didn't leave up.
0: your shit behind. Oh, I
2: didn't. Fuck all of it. I didn't care. <laughs> like, uh, and I...
0: Pun, pun intended. Yeah, I
2: heard it. <laughs> and... <laughs> and then I don't know why, but at that moment everything kind of culminated into like that that moment I was just sitting there and I go, Damn, that was a great trip. <laughs> and I was like, I took a shower at that moment, went to bed. It was awesome. But that, that the last two hours were probably the hardest hours I had ever uh it was it was painful. They sound
3: like it.
0: Man. Yeah. Nothing 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 uh climaxes a great concert like a good old shit yeah. in the
3: house. Yeah. Like a you good, know, a good
2: dog. Yeah. A
0: good,
1: ra- Go running dump. when you when you got a shit is, uh, is well, a mistake what? though.
2: <sighs> it was, and and I hate to to move the story to that direction, but my God, it was. I mean, five days of just jerky, nuts, and berries, and the being in the backseat of the car, not showering. Oh God, it was, it was insane.
0: Yes. <laughs> How many cans of air freshener did you have to use to get the BO out of the car? Uh,
2: surprisingly, I just left the windows open. It was like a six-hour trip. <laughs> like, like There there was nothing there after it. It, it was pretty good.
0: I'm totally
1: thinking of the South Park episode where Randy takes the world's largest shit. Have, have you seen this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> He literally sits on the
1: toilet, (laughs) and it's so big. Oh, and he like floats up. up. He gets lifted up in the air, and he like spins in a circle as he goes.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. But it was a damn good concert. Damn good concert. I bet
3: it was.
0: Excellent, excellent. Oh my goodness. Well, that was uh, that was quite delightful. That's a way to start off. Way to start off the concert story hey, by bringing you started it all with together. me. It's something so. <laughs> can,
1: we can all relate to in, in quarantine times.
0: Yes, <laughs> is this something you can that's do at tru- home? That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. In, in, you in, don't need to go out you to have a to still shit. You want to do yeah. You want to
3: do that at home in the comfort <laughs> of <right>. your home. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah. Can we can we agree taking a shit in your house is yeah. definitely a much more satisfying experience. No, All right. doubt. Nope. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, man. Right. Like that's right. there,
3: that's when you yeah. can say there's no place like home. That's
0: right. That's they're, right. They're, yep.
3: That's
0: yeah. right. Dor- that's what Dorothy was referring to when she yeah, was yeah, trying to. Actually, get absolutely, home. she just needed no, yeah. talk about the longest journey to take a shit. Jesus, that's
3: really the backstory. That's really the backstory of uh, Wizard of Oz*. <laughs> Dorothy was really trying to find that toilet.
2: Yeah, like where's the bathroom? No, no, I get, I get you, Cowardly Lion, but I need to find a potty. Where? Like this way, that way. What? We're going. The wizard was behind on the on the toilet and shit. He was behind the fucking curtain. Oh, we a curtain.
3: All right. Who next? All right.
0: Well, Ron, since you since you posed the question, I suppose it's you now. Fuck it.
3: Let's go. All right. My concert story. All right. My concert story is a story about my crew, uh, the Outfitters. We were performing with The Roots. We were opening up for The Roots at the House of Blues. Now, a person, uh, this dude was a friend of ours and uh, he hung out with us all the time. He stayed around our DJ crib, you know, so he would come over and we working on beats, you know, we rolling up, blazing, doing all types of stuff. He'd just hang out. So he was like, he came through, about a week before, he was trying to uh, all the tickets and stuff were sold out. So we had told him that our guest list was full. So it was pretty much it was a wrap for him. Um, the day of the show, we're getting ready to go. You know, we getting all our equipment together, you know, going over last minute stuff, uh, where we're we gonna be as far as, you know, on stage, just all just, oh, this just the last minute stuff. And he shows up at the door. At my my boy, my, my DJ crib. And, and we're like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, man, you know, still can't can't get to, uh, you know, can't get to the show with y'all and stuff. We was like, damn, fam. He's like, man, it's a wrap man. It's like, it's, it's just no way. Not this time. If you would have let us know earlier, we've definitely been able to pull some strings, pull you in with us. We already traveled deep and shit. You know, we got passes and everything. So it just wouldn't work. So we end up, we take off. We get to the House of Blues. You know, we check in get to our green room and stuff, and um, we do our thing. And we sit back and we watch The Roots, man. This is by far the best concert. Yeah, this is the best concert I've ever been to. Uh, Great that I was able to perform, but The Roots are so phenomenal. I mean, you talk about musicians, man. Like, these motherfuckers are unbelievable. Like, they're unbelievable when you listen to that music. They're unbelievable when you see them on, you know, on TV, especially, you know, you, you you see them now on Jimmy Fallon. And that's just a that's just a small sample size of what those guys are. That, that's not even them. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to see them live, dude, it's like it, it blew my mind. It, it, Black Thought is, I mean, <sighs> Dude is one of the best MCs, like, period. Like, the dude can just black out, no pun intended, and freestyle forever. But that show just, like, blew us away. I mean, we was just on a fucking high. And we had a great fucking show ourselves, too. I mean, we got the crowd ready for the... uh, hanging out in the green room. We got all our food and our liquor, and, you know, we got our girls with us, and we chilling. It's just a great fucking show, man. People showing us love. We selling CDs, selling merchandise, all this shit. We leave out. We get in our cars together. And who is it? It's our guy. He's at the House of Blues and shit. So he's like, yo, what's up, y'all? Man, I heard y'all killed this shit, man. We was like, damn, yeah, how you know? You, you got in and shit? So anyway, we getting ready to make that trek back to the south side. Because, you know, now it's time to just blaze up, roll up. We all roll back to Chicago. I mean, Chicago. We roll back to the south side from uh, downtown. And we get to my boy crib. And it looked like the door had been open. And we walk in, somebody broke into his fucking crib, dude. Stole his turntables, two mixers. He, he kept, like, a big tray of, like, uh, I mean, back then these are, like, floppy disks and like, shit like that. But, like, all tracks, material that we completed, stuff that was incomplete, tracks that he was working on. Put it like that. It was hundreds of shit there, dude. Gone. Um at the time we was playing a Dreamcast. Norm, remember Dreamcast? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first 2K. Those that don't know, that's playing 2K, 2K came from Dreamcast first. So we was crushing that shit. They stole the Dreamcast. A boy had been I mean, DVD player. Uh he I mean just just took his computer, just took shit. And we're all walking through the house like, damn. I mean, this is probably one of the greatest shows we've ever had. Best best show watching the roots and then they come home and and, and this is like our headquarters is like the clubhouse and the see my boy crib was broken into and the thing is it wasn't forced entry so shit we looking at each other like what the fuck you know what i'm saying so me and greg that's my dj we just walk around the house and shit so right away our guy who was with us and he's talking this motherfucker talking this shit. and shit he's like man he's called the police and shit so of course we like, yeah, we probably need to do that, but we don't walk through the house, so the shit's contaminated. You know what I'm saying? So we call the police, please come. They're walking through the house. I'm upstairs in my boy room, Greg, the, uh, the, the homeowner, with my boy Patrick. And I'm just like, dude, this shit don't feel right. Like, it, it just something just seem off, man. And my boy Pat like, yeah, this shit ain't right. And I'm like, man, ain't dude talking a lot? And he's like, yeah, exactly. And sure enough, I'm like, dude, was just something just off. And the police officer came into the room and was like, hey, whoever did this is still here right now. And then he walked out the room and me and Pat looked at each other. And then my boy Greg came in, the homeowner. And I was like, hey, man, I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like, I already put the shit together. So make a long story short, dude was confronted. OK, he denied it like. He denied it. Trust me. We put him through it, if you know what I'm saying. He denied it. We felt bad. Like, damn, maybe he didn't do it. I tell you. Two years later, three years later, I'm driving to my mom crib. I'm literally five minutes from pulling up at her door. I get a call from Greg. Like, yo, what's up, man? He like, yo. Come to my crib right now. I said, dude, I'm about to roll. He's like, dog, trust me. I need you here, dude. Dude just hit me up and said he wanted to return all my shit. I said, are you fucking kidding me? He was like, dude, just get over here. He said, yo, I cannot live with this guilt. Just leave your door open. I will bring everything to the door. You can bring everything in. I don't want any problems. I, I, I just want to get this off my chest. I was like, I'll be there. I'm on my way, dude. I get there, Sure enough, he carrying the shit in the house. After all the stuff he stole, Greg got every fucking thing back, except for a mixer, a turntable mixer that he sold. But the best part is, Greg had homeowners, so we got all this shit back anyway. <laughs> so we had double turn- I mean, we had like everything all over. Once we got over the emotional attachment, now we, he brought the tracks and stuff back which we made brand new shit. It just motivated us, but we was hurting. We was fucking hurting over that shit, dude. But it just tell you, man, motherfuckers envy. People will watch you and they envious, man. And they be close to you thinking that, you know, they cool or you thinking that they friends and shit, man. Motherfuckers be plotting. So that's why I be saying, y'all, we got to keep our shit tight. Come on, folks, watch what we it. But yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a true life story, y'all.
0: Well, we've got we've got uh, t- interesting two stories about being tight. One from Norm and one from Ron. So this is there's a theme yeah, happening right, here. Right. Keep that
2: hey, keep that shit tight, Joe. <laughs> Wait, so real quick, real, I gotta ask. So did he steal yeah. the stuff so he could get to the concert, or did he just steal it because because dude, you
3: know what, Norm? We never we we. I mean, we figured, dude was just, uh, I mean, dude, like you talk about. Uh, and, and this no bullshit. Like we was really at a pinnacle of like if social media was out back in the day like without a doubt now i ain't gonna know i don't know if we would have blue blue but we would have had the opp- fucking, we would have had the opportunity like that is not a doubt you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. I, and we were really closed off by who we let roll with us man so he was an associate and a friend of my boy so he was was so he got the green light like he literally hung out in our most intimate moments you know what i'm saying so we didn't. I mean, we didn't make him feel like he wasn't. You know, what I'm saying welcome. We never made him feel like he was an outsider. We never act like we were bigger than who we were either. So the fact that he stole those things was just. I guess it was just envy, just pure envy, because we never. I mean, dude was he. He was on the fucking inside, man. He didn't have to do that shit. So I, I really don't know. Hmm.
0: Well, you
3: know, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Justin is right. People. People will let you down.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, my goodness. Uh well that's it's not exactly a good segue into the story that I had, but Hey, <laughs> hey man, these are stories, but, uh, man. Hey, hey well, at least at least we, that's we, right. we got our shit back. So, you know, it wasn't it was That's already, right. Right. Well, that's, you
1: know. that's not my story. That's but right. It just related to, to stealing. But y'all y'all know the band Plain White Tees? Yeah, they yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I saw them many times way before they were big cuz they were just some guys in from Lyle and they would open up for some yeah. other bands. They were the openers like they were nobody big or anything. Um but uh, a friend of mine knew them pretty well, but they they had all their stuff stolen and they had to, like a tour to finish and, and my uh my friend who was like a he knew them well and he was like a fan actually donated them guitars his own basically gave them his own okay. guitars so that they could like finish their tour. But then it was on that tour that they, with so, with my friend's guitar, that he wrote, uh, uh, "Hey There, Delilah." That song. Yeah. So, and then like years wow. later, I'm I'm wow. like traveling around Damn. Europe and like it was like Euro trip. Like every bar I go to, they're playing "Hey There, Delilah," and I'm like, man, I knew those guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, they play that song. On my That's dope, man. <laughs> And they're That's like, yeah, right, deep. you Americans always say shit. Like, no, you're
3: like, you're like, no, really, like, seriously.
0: Hey, Joe, hey, Joe, prove it, prove it. Joe's <laughs> fuck around and called his boy, though, and he's like, he uh, yeah, like, guitar. Joe's like, I have cool friends, see? See, cool friends, I have That's one. pretty cool, Joe. <laughs> cool uh, Very cool nice. Joe. Very nice. Cool Joe. That's right, cool Joe. Cool Joe. A man of cool. the peoples, Joe Nilo. All right, I got a quick one. So uh and this is from when I was when I was young. It's uh it's a coming of age tale. <laughs> oh shit. Hold on, let me <laughs> Not not let me not, not really. But but kind of. Uh, but kind of. No, it's very it's it's very quick. So I had I had one of my very very good friends from my childhood since uh, I was in kindergarten. Let's call him Johnny B because that's his name. Uh so Johnny Johnny B and I hung out all the time. And uh Joe, this relates to you because uh, we we my my friend Johnny his mom worked at Benedictine University which is right across the street from Bennett Academy which is where Joe and I both attended high school before really? this was I mean this was, was when a, I was younger yeah so this is when I was younger yeah there's a Benedict uh, a monastery of uh, Benedictine monks across the street one of my friends too and then there's yeah, a one of my guys that
3: went to high and school then they have a so,
0: nursing yeah. home yeah 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 so they, it's all like that that corner is just all covered by the benedictine monks but anyway so um this was before i had even considered going to high school there i was like i don't know maybe 10 11 years old i want to say so i'm hanging out with my buddy his mom is uh is an administrator there at benedictine university and uh you know she was a very nice lady and she she always tried to find fun things for us to do and she told us about this concert that was going on at the university and you know she got them connections You know what I'm saying? She got that hookup. You know what I'm saying? You know, so uh, we were like, yeah, yeah, let's go to, okay, a concert. You know, we're 10, 11 years old. We're like, ooh, yeah, concert. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> right? And, um, uh, but she didn't really tell us who it was. She was just like, hey, I got you a couple of free tickets. And we're like, thanks. Thanks, Mrs. B. That's what I used to say. Thanks, Mrs. B. And uh, it was so, cool. so uh, dude, I was the hippest 10-year-old ever for sure. So, you know, that's a lie as soon as it came out of my mouth. So <laughs> 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 I was really cool back in the day <laughs> with, my, with my glasses with tape in the middle. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so I'm like, thanks, Mrs. B. And she gives us the tickets. We go over. She's like, all right, kids, the, the concert's going to be in the auditorium. I got some work to do. So she basically leaves us. Now, we got these tickets but uh we didn't even really need the tickets because we had prime access to the auditorium <laughs> because we walked in with her like we didn't even my buddy's like we don't even need like we ripped up the tickets we didn't even go through the main entry we didn't need to cuz we just went up to like the top level of the auditorium or gymnasium or whatever the fuck i think it was in the gymnasium actually not auditorium in the gymnasium they had like like uh not balcony but like kind of like Kind of like balconies, but like they were like walkways to like different doors that would go to different places of the university whatever. So we just snuck up there because my buddy Johnny had pretty much walked the entire place, so he knew all the places to go. So we go up there, and we're just chilling, and they're getting whatever, okay? They get this concert going. Um, let's just say this band was uh, not exactly the type of band I would normally go listen mm. to. It was, uh, now one thing you need to understand about Benedictine University, since it's run by Benedictine monks, is that it's a Catholic institution, so this, we're, we're not talking about some, you know, Blink-182 no, or Three Doors Down, we're talking about some random-ass Christian rock band,
1: not okay? Even Creed. And you got not these, even
0: not even Creed, I mean, I don't know who the hell any of these people are, Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm, we're looking down there and there's like maybe a hundred (laughs) people. It's not like it was a big thing, but we see people like putting up their hands, praise Jesus. And I, you know, I'm all about praising Jesus. Okay. But I ain't got, I ain't going to be touching him. Okay. You know, you know, I'm not touching him. I'm not, I'm not feeling his essence anywhere. Okay. I just, I, 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 what? Okay. So, uh, I'm looking at all these people down there obviously we were, we were more concerned with the chicks. Couldn't see any chicks because we're too high. We can't even see. We're looking at these guys, and they're like drumming out like, yeah, the Lord on high. The, the. And I'm like, I know. He's in, the, he's, in he's on high. There's, there's nothing. I, I can't see anybody, okay? Because you know how I am, very cynical, even at the ripe age of 10. So I'm looking at my buddy, and my buddy and I, and, I, and we just go, you know, we're like, you know what? We don't need to be here. And we we end up, up leaving and going to play basketball or some shit on the basketball courts. And uh, this, his mom comes. I was like, oh, how was the concert? And we're like, oh, yeah, it was so good. Thanks and shit. Thanks yeah. And, shit. and uh, you know, obviously we didn't say shit. But, um, you know, we lied like a couple of good 10-year-old boys would do because she was a nice lady. But uh, pretty much the reason why I share this story is that is the reason why I don't like Christian rock wow. as a genre of music. that will wow. fuck
3: you up. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It'll do it to you. Yep, I was like, I, I was looking at. it I went, mm, yep, this isn't gonna cut it for me. <laughs> hey, this is not something I want to listen Christian, to ever. Christian
3: rock has no chance with you. You hear that? You lie, You go nope. back to that moment.
0: Turn this shit off. Turn this shit off. You go right off. back to
3: that moment. Yeah.
0: It's like I love Jesus, but I don't uh, need to I be. Uh, <clears throat> I don't need. I don't, don't I don't love Jesus that much. Okay. Yeah. You don't want Jesus, I'm not in love with I Jesus. Want, Jesus. I just the,
1: like Jesus. A, a concert a rock a real rock concert that would have been something like a uh, I guess like a mini riot fest kind of thing uh, at in Benedictine University not in Benedictine I should say but on the property of Benedictine University they once threw a like it was like a neighborhood it was all local bands but it was definitely not Christian rock that was a, this was probably a, a few
0: years after that <laughs> It was this pretty was a rare a rare, like a a rare occurrence thing, apparently but... of some
1: They was like they was like we gotta edge this shit up. Like man. like their we... own uh <laughs> that, It was like Lalapoza of, groups, of yeah. all local groups <laughs> from the
0: page. Well well, Joe, we've got a uh, we've got a few minutes left. We're gonna have to wrap this up here shortly, but we've got a few minutes left. I yeah. know you shared a very quick one about uh, the guitars, but do you have another? I know you've been to a lot of concerts and riot fests and stuff like that. Do you have a, another quick story uh, for I us? I got you one. Could share? I've
1: been debating telling this, but we'll throw it out. Yeah, definitely uh I I was <laughs> almost charged with a uh, stealing a car, and then I was gonna have the FBI <laughs> called on me. <laughs> For, for wait a minute, and you were debating or driving, telling this story? For driving across state yeah, lines? Yeah, he was
0: debating. I, I'd i hit myself with my microphone because yeah. I was... I'm, I'm, wait, Jesus, what? come on. All right, hurry well, up. Yeah, go. Tell the story. Go.
1: Okay, so the reason I, I, I'm debating this is because... Uh, Important details only. my mom's, and so she was going to call the FBI on me. What did he say? Uh, call the police, and she what? was like,
0: it's a federal crime because you take it across state lines. <laughs> just a quick mo. oh because you took it as I, was, as I was about to say like if yeah. it, if you took it across state lines that makes sense but i love how your mom's first reaction was i must call the I, fbi I, I instead of just like it, the local I wasn't police it's so like so fbi happens, first because <laughs> my mom is
1: gonna gonna listen that she's a big fan of of the show so she likes hearing all these i, I don't know if i want to bring up bad bad moments but it's a funny story uh but it was like uh i think my senior year of high school probably but over the summer I would go to a lot of uh uh it was the warp tour the warp tour was like the big thing back when you're in a high school all this all these uh mostly like pop punk i i like more of the the regular punk i guess but uh it's a good show big big concert but it was a tour it'd be like all summer long with like all the biggest bands uh from like a pop punk genre uh but they were doing a show in indianapolis now i I, re- I would always go to the Chicago one, but we wanted to try to some friends and we want to try to go to the other ones in like the Midwest so we're going to Indianapolis, and uh we got a friend who lives there, and so we're going to go oh you know we'll go stay with him spend a f- spend a uh the night at his place you know visit well then like i don't know the day before <laughs> or something i don 't know remember what I did, but uh i I got in trouble with my parents and they grounded me. Uh, and so I'm grounded, but I was like, "I gotta go to the show and my my friend, who I was going to go with, he didn't even have a driver 's license at this time uh but i and I didn't have a car i had my I would drive my mom's minivan and uh but so she said, "Okay, you can still take the car to go to work." so it was one of those where okay, I'm going to work today, but secretly I called and Sick, so I can't go to work. <laughs> I go pick up my friend. We drive to Indianapolis, oh, and you know it's going well. And I'm thinking th- there's gonna be no problem, and we're gonna spend the night. Uh, now she's now I already know she's gonna get mad at me because I'm not coming home. But I figured I'll smooth that over and just say like I went to my friend's. I th- I think at some point I had sent a text or something. <laughs> Actually, there were not even text. I must I think
0: I called her because
1: this is before we even had text. Like I had these little tiny little flip phone thing, you know.
0: Let's not get too complicated, Joe. We don't want to have to explain to the young what, what kids. What the what flip the phones were not having text messages. So any, but
1: anyway, yeah. So we met yeah. I'm at the show, and, and it's great, and it's a you know full day long thing, and and goes all the way till nine, ten o'clock at night. And then the plan was, then we're gonna go to my buddy's house uh, there and and spend the night, and uh, drive back in the morning. Well, at some point during while we're rock, because I, I and I get crazy, especially in those days. Like you know, I was in all the mosh pits and doing all the crowd surfing. But at some point. I lost my phone. Phone fell, falls out of that pocket. And I used to because I was so crazy. Like I, w- I would actually duct tape my pocket. I would put it in my pocket, and I would put duct tape like on the pockets to like make sure th- don't don't come out or don't get stolen. But I don't know. At some point in there, th- the phone comes out. I lost my phone. And so I'm, This is why Joe is yeah, a man so of the uh, people. So that's a bit uh, in, unfortunate, in his pockets. Um, as you might say. But at least you know I still the car, the car keys. Uh, but then at some point right around six o'clock or something like this um,
0: my my friend is Joe, you you're you at the two minute warning so get to the most important details. I, you know, I already
1: told you the most important details so my uh, well my friend my friend uh, uh, comes to me and and he's freaked the f- he's freaking out really upset. <laughs> And base, basically, he says that he, he got a phone call from my mom. So my mom calls him. And my, my mom is freaking furious and tells, says, that we need to, you need to drive the car back right now or I'm calling the police, and, and you took it across state lines. And I'm like, how in the hell does my mom know about this? And she's like, I know exactly where you are, and you, you stole my car because you went without my permission. You stole my car. You took it across state lines, and I'm calling the police right now. If you, you need to bring it back literally like this minute and i'm and i'm like i don't know, i was i was cre- you know i was not not a good kid then so i'm like yeah. no i want to stay here at the show like i'm already here like i'm going to stay <laughs> till the end or whatever oh. but anyway but i'm like how did she find it well it turns out the, my phone was gone well someone had found my phone and then was calling called home on it called my mom my mom's like how did you get this phone you know where are you well, i'm in indianapolis how did you find this phone? Oh, I found oh. it at this concert. So now we got to f- go find where the phone is. Well, we don't have con- contact oh. with them. They're not answering the phone. So I, my friend's got to go back and talk to my, my mom. And my, my friends were terrified of my parents, too. But so <laughs> my friend did not want to talk. So I got to talk to my mom, who is super pissed at me, and have her coordinate with this guy who found the phone. And then we got to go drive around. And he lived in, like, the seediest neighborhood of Indianapolis. And which we're driving around, like, now it's because I stayed late, so now it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night or something when i driving around this like, seedy neighborhood to find this guy and get my phone back. All right, wrap it up. Long story short, we found the phone. Damn, damn. Uh, got it back. Then I had to drive back that night. And then, and then it was one of those things where they're doing the construction on the highways, like in the middle of the night where you're where on uh, I-80, uh, I 90, where it's like the traffic just literally stopped. We were literally just stopped yep. sitting there for like Stop. an hour. Like, not moving at all. And I get back at, like, 5 in the morning. And, uh, anyway, I was grounded for the rest of the summer. (laughs) Damn.
0: There you go. Classic, classic teenager story, getting grounded for the summer, going to a concert. What a wonderful way to end the episode. Joe, always with the classic stories. Well, uh, gentlemen, I want to thank, quiet, Storm and Norman. Wonderful story kicking us off about uh, driving home. Uh, look at that. Full circle. Started with a story about driving home, ended with a story about driving home. What, what a nice way to circle it around. Uh, I want to thank Ron Russell for his wonderful story. Of course, Joe, a man of the people's. Joe Nilo for his wonderful stories. And of course, I'm your illustrious host, Justin Jaywar. If you loved listening to these stories and want to support our show, please... Hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the little notification bell. We've got new comedy uh, videos coming out every week. And just follow us on Instagram or any other social media platform that we're on. We're on pretty much all of them. So you'll be able to find us. So please do that. And we'll be bringing you another episode of Couch Stories next week with the C60 crew. So, gentlemen, thank you all very much. And we will see you again next week. Bye-bye.